Over the past 349 episodes, the team at Staggering Stories have brought you some truly memorable introductions. Who can forget? I love you. I know. And then there was... Was that the primary buffer panel? It did seem to... Resemble. Did the primary buffer panel just fall off by Gorem ship and all bear And of course, there was... Have you betrayed us? Have you betrayed me? But all these masterpieces pale into insignificance compared to what we... Oh, Crumbly's not with us. This is Staggering Stories, podcast number 349. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Staggering Stories Podcast 349. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. I'm Fake Keith. And I, yes, I am... The utter arse who refused to give his six-year-old grandson some Daleks that had been given to him specifically for his six-year-old grandson. I mean, he could have welcomed his six-year-old grandson into the Doctor Who family, but no, he chose to hoard them for himself and also buy more (laughs) of life. (laughs) They are there for him to play. You're dead to me. (laughs) I'm sorry I grassed you up. Yeah, that's another thing. You utter grass. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. without further ado then, have you got a spare room? I might be sleeping there. Yes, with, with family discussions out of the way, we're over to the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Doctor Who. Troughton double animation coming. Rumours are circulating. The BBC Studios has selected two more missing Patrick Troughton stories to be animated. These being The Evil of the Daleks and The Abominable Snowmen. With 2020's second animated release, Fury from the Deep, due to hit shelves in about a week, the 14th of September, it is perhaps little wonder that the BBC might be about to announce the next two for 2021. Both Evil of the Daleks and The Abominable Snowmen were originally broadcast in 1967. The former was actually at the end of season four and the latter the second story of season five. Imagine not having to wait over a year between seasons. <laughs> Whilst neither completes their respective seasons, they are getting ever closer to one day being able to release a Troughton season box set, though this scattergun approach clearly suggests this isn't a priority for them. If true, we can expect official announcements and further details in due course. I'm quite excited about this one. Oh boy. Well, this will be wonderful. But again, it? it's I've got the audio versions of these mm-hmm. and yep. they st- 
audio version so they still stand up well. Oh, okay. And again, I have very distant, foggy memories of uh, the Yeti one. Mm. Okay, yeah. Mm. So it's always been something that sort of subconsciously stuck in my head, but I don't necessarily know why. Can I mm. point out? So that was 1967. You were like three years old. Possibly, yeah. You were just a wee fella. Yeah. You imagine the things you will be denying Ben by refusing <laughs> to give him the Daleks. Yeah. I mean, what sort of monster are you? <laughs> I've got um, a vulnerable snowman with the missing episodes reconned. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of my favourite stories. Yeah. It's really? a really, really good. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I'm not madly keen on the recon stories because mm-hmm. looking at the pictures with the Daleks. Yeah. Underneath. But I do still watch that one repeatedly sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And Evil of Daleks, I think we saw that at Portsmouth, didn't we? The stage version. The stage, stage version <laughs> of it, yeah. 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 Back in 2006. God, oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Now, looking forward, I really hope this happens. Yeah, I hope. I'm, yeah. I've got to admit, out of all of them, it's one of the ones I do hope that they pull off. Mm. Yeah, hopefully it's true. I'm sure there's some truth to it. I also think for who, it will be a big money spend uh, spinner for them because they do ha- those two stories do have a reputation. Mm. Yeah. Of being oh, yeah. very, very good. Yeah. It's like Space Pirates, which is the only one missing, I think, for the next season, from his final season, isn't it? Yeah. So they could just complete it there, but yeah. nobody yeah. wants that one. <laughs> I think Abominable is one of those stories that sealed Leather Lungs's reputation for screaming. Oh, okay, that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the strength of the Abominable Snowman, they did Web of Fear, which was almost uh, a mm. couple of stories later. Yeah. That was a good season. Yeah. Next bit of news. Doctor Who. Immersive immersion. Oh. <laughs> snarf, snarf. <laughs> it's a good trick if you can do it. Yeah. yeah. There has long been talk of an immersive Doctor Who experience coming to London, going back to December 2019. You remember that? Pre-plague time. <laughs> Seems a long time Earth, ago. Earth that, that was. was. Yeah. Now, finally, people can book up a place for the February to April 2021 performances. Unfortunately, the story named Time Fracture will be part of the Time Lord Victorious effort to encourage fans to spend money on time material from numerous different countries companies, though we are assured that you won't have to do so to understand individual stories, though you will be missing out on the connected strands. If you want a longer and more interactive version of the experience, part of the Doctor Who experience, then for about £50 a person you can book yourself a place, assuming you can get yourself to central London near Bond Street tube station. According to a press release, Doctor Who Time Fracture, a new immersive theatrical event coming to London in 2021, will put audiences at the heart of the action. Meet Daleks, Cybermen and Time Lords as you travel across space and time to discover amazing realised worlds and undertake a mission to save the universe as we know it. Dun, dun, dun. Can, can we save a better version of the universe, not the one as we know it? <laughs> I don't know, I, 50 quid. Yeah, I looked at this and I was very, very tempted to go to it as a birthday treat. Yeah. But all in all, by the time you add on booking fees and what have you, it's actually closer to about 60 quid. Add travel fees onto that and then there's people yeah. who come down and That's have it. to stay in London. And I'm also a bit wary about this whole time for the Dr. Victorious because I haven't followed it all. There's aspect I'm not big into comics and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm a bit concerned how much you will miss by not having it but on the other hand if I don't do it it's kind of like mm, 
Yeah. yeah, but that's that's the reason they can charge whatever they want for these yeah. things. I think it's it's going to price so many people out. Mm. You've got youngsters who want to come along. Their parents are going to have to come along as well. It's it's, it's a lot of money. Mm. Although cheaper than a, a show in central London. Yeah, yeah, that's... but, you know, your, your average Doctor Who fan age 12 wouldn't give a damn if he can't go and see The Lion King. No. But this, you know, it's... It, I, I just think they, they, it's, it's, become, it's become too much of a money... Yeah. It's just money, 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 money. And um, yeah. And I have to be honest, in London, you can get most theatre tickets, you can get well below 50 quid. Okay, it might not be front row, um, but you, most theatres have tickets for 30 or quid, and you yeah. can get tickets and, through booking agents. And, so. and, and also, if you get the no shows and the cancellations, it's an awful lot cheaper, but I doubt there'll be any of that for this. Don't know. Yeah. I just, I just think it's it's pricing too many people out of the market, and it's all right for single blokes who have got no dependents and that. That's not a dig at you, Adam, <laughs> who can just splurge the money, but a lot a lot of people can't. What do you mean, no dependents? What about Clarboard Clara? What about Clarboard oh, yeah, Amy? Clara is very needy. Oh, yeah. the money that she demands. <laughs> I mean, you can't keep up that level of orange without. <laughs> no, no. Adam's in boots every other day. <laughs> And not for the usual stuff. What's the usual stuff? <laughs> don't want to know. This is a sad one, chaps. Yeah. Mm. A surprising one. Very unexpected. Shocking one. Chadwick Boseman. Dead. 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 Yes. Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman has died at aged only 43. Mm. Boseman was diagnosed with cancer in 2016, but kept working, as described by an official statement on his Twitter feed. A true fighter, Chadwick persevered through it all and bought you many of the films you have come to love so much, from Marshall to The Five Bloods, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and several more. All were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was the honour of his career to bring King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler added, Chad was an anomaly. He was calm, assured, constantly studying, but also kind, comforting, had the warmest laugh in the world and eyes that seem much beyond his years. He could still sparkle like a child, seeing something for the first time time. Clearly it is too soon for Disney to announce how this affects their plans for Black Panther 2, future Avenger films, Phase 4 and beyond, but clearly they would have been aware of this possibility. There are already many calls from fans for King T'Challa not to be recast. Mm. This mm. was a genuine shock. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. It came out of nowhere, it seemed to us, but obviously... To- totally. I mean, they, People they close said, to him knew, but he kept yeah, it very quiet. He kept yeah. it. It's, it's rather like Liz Sladen. Yes, Nobody knew but the people yeah. who had to know. Yeah, even... And, even cast members didn't know yeah. I guess and I'm sure oh, that's the reaction the from his cast mates yeah. I mean Karen Gillan just put up a broken heart oh really yeah that was, it was yeah. sad but it's just so yeah. You know, I was quite surprised when I heard it and yeah. on a totally selfish level I was quite upset that it means that we won't get the second one because Black Panther was one of the more original and enjoyable films out of that creation I think we said at the time it was the such moment. an important film yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I do agree. In the long term, in twenty, you know, 10, oh, yeah, 20 yeah. years, recast him. Sure, because the, you do for other films, well, there yeah, are actors remakes, that are, you know. That. But no, I think just as if it was, you know, if Downey Jr. passed to recast Iron Man immediately for a film, oh, would yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be quite. He made that character in one film very mm. strongly his own character. Yeah. There, is, there is some 
talk or, or some request from the fans to have the mantle of the Black Panther to pass to his first lieutenant, mm. which was, I can't remember the name, but that the warrior woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 cool. yeah, that would be a nice yeah. idea. Yeah. And that's a nice way of doing it that's still respectful to yeah. the lead actor, but you still get the franchise yeah. if that's what you look at. Yeah. And I was a little bit, I shouldn't be frustrated or annoyed, but most of the times a Hollywood actor that's been in a blockbuster dies and it becomes every news channel and you get quite this was not that big a news oh, on the news channel totally. not oh. the one I saw it was it mentioned was but there wasn't the BBC for two days it yeah, was the top five stories CNN it was their top on, not on TV for... it might have been online but not no, on I think TV. you just missed it because it was it. everywhere it was absolutely everywhere as it mm. quite rightly should mm. be I certainly know um, that's why I mention it on YouTube the amount of tributes that oh, yeah. fans well, it, it was together. online that I first picked yeah. it up on well yeah we woke up and I checked the old tablet to see what 2020 had done now and <laughs> yeah. found out quite quickly that was yeah. definitely a shock yeah I don't think You're there's right. anything that we can say that hasn't already been said no, we didn't there, know in person anything like there that. are some amazing tributes out there that are worth a read oh yeah I got into this thing and um, Jimmy Kimmel I think that's his name mm-hmm. gets stars to read out mean tweets that have mm. been written about them and the one that Chadwick Boseman read out was something like hey bro how did you manage to get such a weird ass white name as Chadwick (laughs) 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 which made him laugh yeah So, yeah, that's a bugger. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Would like to hear what you chaps thought of Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther or as anything else you might have seen him in. Mm. Do write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. I have an addendum. Ooh. Oh, wow. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> you just sit there quietly. I know you don't want to have my addendum, but I want to announce my addendum. I think she's putting her foot down. Is she? Was that her she's putting her foot down? Her I have an addendum. Oh. Yeah. Go on then. Do you have an addendum over there, Jean? I do. What is your addendum? My addendum has to do with the Doctor Who magazine. Oh. Issue 555. Five, five. Self promotion. <laughs> not, not promotion. <laughs> not, not issue 666. <laughs> issue 555, five, five, October enough. 2020. Jean, before you read, can I just reconfirm that we are about to mock the snot out of you? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. As long as that's accepted. All right. For anyone who listens to this podcast or has come across me and thinks she's new to fandom, she doesn't know what she's done about. There's an article in the Dot Two magazine about Smart to Be Square, the B Sky B weekend back in 1990. And if you go to page 34, apparently I'm part of the impressive roster of studio guests. I thought somewhere between Andrew Beach and John Pridell. They were good parties. <laughs> Actually, it's a city when I fed between Andrew Beach and JNT and spent most of the time with my hands on JNT's arse <laughs> sitting enough. there like a wallflower underneath the TARDIS console. <laughs> she but had that's... very dark curly hair back then. <laughs> she I did. did. Yeah. She did. Is... Not just on her head. <laughs> no. So I get a name check and there is an aerial photograph of me, JNT, Andrew Beach, It's the John one with Fidel. the long hair yeah, and the blue yeah. shirt. It's the female-looking one. And, yeah. the, and the little... She said, so, see, I did exist! I did go! Look! 
Yes, dear. <laughs> does, does, does this mean she, we're going to have to demand her autograph now and, and play mm. lip yeah. service? Uh, yeah. we, there was a few of us that did, heard this was being put up but weren't contacted about the article oh, who've all said, you. we've got better behind-the-scenes photographs and I have now seen the article and I have now seen the pictures. Yeah. We have better behind-the-scenes <laughs> photographs. There was a few of us at lunch break. We were let loose with our cameras in the studio and we just got rolls of films of... This it's a bit strange they didn't oh, contact you. Rolls of films. God, that's how old it is. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But they didn't, they con- didn't contact David Howe either. There, no. There's a few people that... You'd have thought he'd have been quite easy to get hold yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Andrew Beach, OK, he's not on Facebook, but David but and me are both on Facebook <laughs> with our original names. Andrew's worked and yours, for the BBC. Your, your name is one of only two people on Facebook with that name. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. Oh well, it is the same Gene Riddler. Oh shame on oh. you, Doctor Who magazine. But <laughs> again, not quite as bad as last time. You see, it's gone downhill since Spilsbury. Left. I feel that's yeah. true as no, well. It definitely improved, although it's clearly a blip. Now, now. I, I have to say, the only reason I was involved in that was courtesy of a Doctor Who magazine editor. Oh, yeah. Freeman. John Freeman. John Freeman. Freeman yeah. The story went, I get a phone call. This is B Sky B. Okay. Would you like to be on the Doctor Who quiz? I know nothing. I watch it. I don't remember facts and figures. Oh, but we think you We've been giving your number. We think you'd be really... I got five minutes of spill and then just said, you need a female on the panel, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and those days, there were about ten of us. Yeah, <laughs> and that. it turned out Jay and um, Freeman had given them my number. <laughs> oh, dear. It was a good fun, week, fun weekend, though. Well done, you. <laughs> It was real. It wasn't in my imagination. <laughs> See, we didn't mock you too much. <laughs> I have an addendum. Oh, yeah. You've got an addendum as well? I've got an addendum is as yours well. A, this is what I did no. before there was a two at the beginning of the century. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Though it is, it's not what I did, but it is connected to things of uh, begin, a two before the beginning of the century. Okay. Doctor Who magazine. Uh-huh. The second comic strip was the Free Fall Warriors. Yes. Of the monthly. Okay. Not the weekly, the monthly. Right. Stay with it. Yeah. And it introduced a character called Ivan Asimov, which was a sort of multi-tentacled cephalopod who used to write science fiction stories. Yeah. So depressing that I remember. <laughs> CP models mm-hmm. have brought out a 25, 20-millimeter 20 metal figure. <laughs> It is actually of what they're calling Professor Far- Fargo. I thought you were going to say Fartgo. No, no, <laughs> Professor Fargo for right. about £1.50. Yeah. But it's him. But it is him. It's essentially, That's a pretty deep cut, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is essentially a figure of Ivan Asimov. And they've also got a, another figure called Napoleon, uh-huh. which is basically an emperor penguin holding a machine gun Frobisher. and a hat. It's essentially Frobisher. <laughs> so Not anyone, quite so obscure, we're getting there. Yeah, but if anyone out there who likes to collect the more obscure Doctor Who figures, yeah. these... Definitely aren't them. People can't see you shaking your head. No, I know, I know, but it's definitely not them. So. Oh. Any more addendums? I uh, got a quickie. Oh, oh, uh, well, indeed, and it involves a warrior nun. Oh, right, and she is coming back for a second season. Yeah, oh, no, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> it's it's good, more. isn't it? It is good. So it's coming back. Another seasonal okay. warrior nun. Boom. Yep. So Netflix back probably late next year. Give yeah. me yeah. the uh, yeah. filming problems. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and that's the end of the news. 
in the dark ages when the world was only in black and white. Oh, yes. <laughs> Doctor Who went out weekly, every week, every week of the yeah, year. Yeah, not quite, not quite. It seemed <laughs> like it. It seemed yeah. like it. There was an episode that created a question that still perplexes fans to this day. Is it the Doctor or Doctor Who? Maybe this and other questions will be answered by watching The War Machines. Pause for music. Okay, we were we were talking about yes, this, weren't we? we? we discussed the, that. The, it's required. This supercomputer Votan, which has its own mind and can think yeah. and do mm, nasty stuff, mm. kept referring to the Doctor as Doctor Who. Yep. Now, was apart from an extremely dubious single by Roberta Tovey, was this <laughs> and of course Peter Cushing referring to himself as such? Was this the first time in the series that the Doctor had been called Doctor Who? Oh, I don't know. I think I it, think it was. I think it was. I yeah. think it, I don't think I, it happens very often. Yeah, I think we had the occasional um, things like uh, so Doctor Form, Doctor Form, and Doctor Who yeah, well, that, as, a as a question. This is the, yeah, this, this a... is definitely the first time as a statement. Yeah, yeah. as a as a name because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a question. No, yeah, it's Doctor Who is required. Doctor yeah. Who must arrive. And well, yeah. it's not they, they hammered home the point because the mind controlled humans were calling him Doctor. Well, that Who makes as sense well. because yeah. they're an extension. Yeah, but machine. I'm just saying, it was, it, as I said, they were hammer home, and it just, yeah. th- to my mind, it just didn't sound right. No, How that got past the editor, I have yeah. no idea, script editor. Yeah. So uh, this is a this is a William Hartnell story. Yeah. It's the last Dodo Chaplet story. Oh, my God. We will get there. Bear, bear with me a second. Yeah. Put it in. It's the first Ben and Polly. It's the first Ben and Polly. It's London-based, and it also introduces... London 1966. 1966, and the post office tower which, when it was being filmed, hadn't actually been opened. Yeah, it's only just been finished. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but this is, besides Unearthly Child, this is the first Doctor Who modern day? No, because... They had bits. Yeah, Barbara and Ian went back to yeah. what was modern day. But they, that was obviously via the Daleks yeah. time machine. Yeah. I think this is the first story set. So that's, set what, that's what I meant. First. But this is the first complete story. Complete. Complete. Yeah. 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 Besides, yeah, I think there are bits. Besides, I think, uh, the Land of the Giant one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. this is the Land first. Land of the Giants. Yeah, probably the first conventional. And yeah. it, it's very third doctory, isn't it? Yes. In many yeah. ways. Yeah. Many, many ways. The um, one that they did the aerial shots of London, it's like, wow. Looked really good, didn't that, it? It did look amazing, but there was so much missing. That, though, <laughs> I, yeah. I really well. felt was interesting. There was a first, few bits that I thought became iconic. That was the first time we had that aerial view going across the city, coming in on the TARDIS. Mm. How many times has that been used now? That's actually now mm. quite an iconic yeah. scene, even in modern... Modern Who, yeah. they still use that like, the modern, aerial view of this of the TARDIS heading towards Earth, and then sometimes it, coming in. That's well, been the, homage. The, the, the modern view of the first episode, Rose, where you come from orbit down Zoom into down. Earth yeah. all the way. It's a homage back yeah, to they, this they've, story. They've just pushed it out. We start further away. Yeah, That's but right. Yeah. Anyway, this Votan is trying to take... Is it Votan or Votan? It's, it's Votan. I thought Votan. it was Votan, but it's they can't it's Votan. It's written Votan, it's as if Votan, Chekhov is saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's different the, characters pronounce it differently. But mm, okay. 
and it's and it's the grandparent of Skynet. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we're going to mention that. Um, <laughs> but it wants to take over the world. It's starting course, yeah. with starting with London, <laughs> um, taking Definitely. over people. Um, took over. I, I'm sorry, but I want to talk about Dodo. <laughs> Okay. Votan yeah. took over Dodo. Brain, he sort of hypnotised her yep. and made her its bitch. <laughs> yep. And to recover from this, she went to stay with a complete stranger, the sister of another complete stranger in the countryside to yep. get better. And that was the last we saw of her. She decided. Yep. She decided she was going to stay. Thanks for the ride, Doctor. And that's it. Is that or is that not the worst companion <laughs> exit in the 56 years? It's slightly years? worse than Ben and Polly's exit, yes. I think. Yeah. But not it, by it much. Was, it was yeah. awful. It's, it's certainly, it's certainly a, among the handful of atrocious departures. Was, was, Again, she was in it for two episodes. Yeah. And, yeah, and he, didn't, yeah. he didn't even, you know, it's when, oh, we've got a message from Dodo, she wants to stay. He just went, well, there's gratitude for you. Didn't even <laughs> think, right, well, I'll drop off and check she's okay. Yeah, I, I just yeah. wonder, again, with the Ben and Polly leaving, I what the background politics was going on there. Yeah, well, if, the they, if they politics. knew she was only going to be in two episodes, why couldn't they kill her off or something or do something decent Yeah, I rather than just... There you go. Yeah, reading about it, it was decided they wouldn't renew her contract. Yeah. Why it happened to end halfway through a story, I'm not quite it's sure. Ju- it was just yeah. ridiculous. It really was. Bit odd. <laughs> it was one of the more... Crap. Yeah, one of the worst ways of uh, endings for an assistant. Yeah, they didn't even have a pre-filmed bit like it did for Ben yeah. and Polly. Yeah. Mm. No, it was just boom, out and the I, I, I liked Jackie Lane. I thought she was rather good. Mm. And I, you know... Um, Going by what I've read, she had a notorious accent. And then it disappeared. It disappeared, yeah. I don't know why, but there we go. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's what I have to say about Dodo and the crapness of her exit. Try to think, is this the first Dodo story I've seen? It might actually be. I don't uh, think many exist. Toy, no. toy maker? Uh, Celestial toy maker. The Savages? Not seen the Savages, no. Because uh, those, those are the ones that exist that she's in, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, well, well the Gunfighters. She's in the Gunfighters? She's in the Gunfighters. Oh, okay. Fighters. I've never seen that, but uh, I don't remember at all. That's interesting. <laughs> mm. Okay. Because she, she travelled more... That was her and Stephen. Yeah. It was, yeah. 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 Okay, so, in one. so that takes us on to Ben and Polly. Okay, yes. Yeah, who... Hipsters. Oh, totally. <laughs> and they're kind of the opposite of the problem. They started off, they're both two interesting, well-rounded characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And over the course of their time in the series, before they suddenly disappeared, yeah. they're, especially Polly, are so badly done by. Yeah. yeah. She's has so much more about her than was ever used. Yeah. Mm. And Ben basically became someone to punch people <laughs> when Hartnell, of course, like, couldn't. Like Flash and Troughton. Exactly. Mm. Well, and Troughton, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they, they had the potential to be two really interesting characters and basically... This era of Doctor Who did not know how to treat their companions at all. No. no. Ever since... Oh, Susan badly treated. But yeah. At least uh, Barbara and Ian had a decent run at it, I think. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. after that, I it think there'd be any companions no. until they were all completely probably they... Joe. No, oh, no, Jamie. I disagree Jamie, with Jamie. Jamie, yeah. Jamie, Jamie yeah. Okay, Jamie. Um, yeah, it, they could have just all been the same companion. Yeah, pretty much. It, it yeah. was almost like we have an idea of what a companion is. We'll give you an interesting character to get them into the TARDIS, and then they'll become the stock yeah. companion. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll have a good first story yeah. and maybe if they're lucky a good last story <laughs> no, they didn't get half yeah. of last story yeah. the Wotan machine is built in the post office tower yeah. which yep. is the telecommunications B- hubs B- of London 
Indeed. Um, in the country. And it is going to be connected to all the other computers yeah. around all, the world. All 15 of them, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you never need more than four computers in the entire world. Yeah. The yeah. IBM it's, chief said that. It's and essentially, <laughs> they, they, re- they predicted the really early version the of the internet. internet. Yeah. <laughs> when it's connected, yeah. it will become sentient. It, it yeah. won't become sentient. It will decide what's good for people, etc. And I have mm-hmm. to admit, I did sit there going, did whoever write Terminator watch this when they were a kid? <laughs> what because it is very much Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. What got me, though, is when they they were having that press call and they had that American reporter, yes. one reporter in the room who we saw ask a really intelligent question got poo-pooed and ignored. And he asked exactly that question. What happens if this computer decides it doesn't need people? Mm. The yeah. one question yep. that they should have listened to. Well, that's not going to happen. You know, he needs machines. Yeah. I would say it's not a particularly smart, smart computer, though. No. It's not a very good way to take over the world. Not really. No. It should have waited until it had connections around the world. Yeah, yeah, and subverted the machines at that point. Yeah, not started attacking Londoners before it's connected outside of London. Exactly, the world. You saw what happened. I thought of you actually. Oh, really? When um the doctor arrives at the post office tower to see the computer, inexplicably allowed in and given the flags. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder. And does he have a copy of Sonic Paper? I think yes, Sonic Paper. paper it just lets him in. But he, they decide to test its brilliance. So they ask it a question that any calculator could have worked out. Does- was I the only one who immediately was asked a question? What's paused the, paused the, uh, <laughs> the the DVD, asked my uh, Echo the same question. <laughs> and did they get it right? Yes. Yeah, funny that. Because <laughs> they looked on their calculator. <laughs> so it wasn't much of a question. Is, really. it, is it the same calculation you used in the five doctors? No, no, no. no it was just what, no, what's the square root of 14.82 or something. But it was such a, you know, such a rubbish way of te- proving this is a computer. Yeah. I have to know. I have to note, though, obviously at this point, they hadn't decided on him being the type... The time laws haven't come into existence. No. He still has only one heart, potentially, to, because Wotan worked out TARDIS... Yeah, it did. But it doesn't work out that he's not human. Mm. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. It obviously can't hear heartbeats because he must have two heartbeats because he is a Time Lord, (laughs) as we later went on. But it's it's interesting looking at the development of the character and the storylines that you've got a story here at the moment where you've got a hyper-intelligent computer, but this character, they haven't gone that far. This Mm. isn't the Doctor we know in terms of the alienness and that kind of stuff in some ways from the writer's point. Yeah. But perhaps it was, we could see it as computer logic. Okay, she, Dodo asked what TARDIS stood for. Yeah. And the computer told her, but it had no reason to make the leap that she would then know what Time Lords were or mm. suspect him, because that wasn't the question that was asked to it. Yeah. Getting back to what Adam said, the doctor quite rapidly and fairly quickly is in with authority, Sir Charles. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, without, yeah. without no explanation at no, all. He's no. just <laughs> very pally with yeah. the authority it figures. It feels to me that the entire main cast aren't given much to do in terms of the actual main plot yeah. for most of the way through the entire story. Yeah. 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 It's all about Rotan building the machines and all that stuff. Yeah. The Doctor is doing nothing yeah. throughout the first three episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a cup of tea yeah. at one. <laughs> the, ro- uh, the Robot Wars war machine. Yeah. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and it was such a happy-looking machine. It like, had a big letterbox smile. <laughs> well, it and kills it, you. And it's... Robot Wars Hammer does very little apart from break rickety crates. Why did those rickety crates catch on fire when it hit them? (laughs) Because they obviously contained explosives. They had apples in them. (laughs) 
explosive, explosive apples. apples. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot they were a thing in London, uh, 1967. Slightly fermenting, maybe. <laughs> and, and also, what has occurred to me, there is a hell of a lot going on on Earth during this period. Mm. Yeah, we have we have the war machines. Yes, Ben and Polly, if I remember rightly, are returned on exactly the same day that they leave at Gatwick. So, at Gatwick. Yeah. so we yeah. have the chameleons and the faceless ones. Yeah. Plus, in a big antique shop somewhere, we had the Daleks running up their plans <laughs> yeah. in remembrance. No, in um, Evil of the Daleks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. yeah. So it's very so, very busy. Um, year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All in this sort of couple of day oh, week yeah. period. There's definitely a change of direction for Doctor at this point. They're starting to put more and more in into modern day as it yeah. was at the time particularly yeah. London yeah. this was one of the few times they were actually outside broadcast oh yeah we did outside locations yeah yeah, yeah very rare and really nicely shot too oh, yeah. 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 Look, look, what really you were good. saying you want to find I want. I want to find it on Google Maps to see what it all looks like now. well some of it you've been through regularly well yeah but yeah. I, I want to find like what was it Cavendish Cavendish Square yeah. it looks yeah. exactly yeah. the same apart yeah. from the cars in the background. I did I know Old Covent Garden before it became Covent Garden like it is yeah. when it was a working market because yeah. my dad used to work um, the underground stations around that way so we used to go up Covent Garden and walk through there at night and the rest of it and it was interesting because I recognised it instantly as being from the working Covent yeah. Garden but mm. if all you saw was that you would not recognise that to mm. Covent Garden as it is now unless yeah. you watched the making of afterwards yeah. and yeah. see the one it's, it's been gentrified it's so different yeah. TARDIS looked a bit battered didn't she it did she looked very bad oh and that was another thing it seemed to land in the middle of that fence so is there a room in the TARDIS with just a little bit of gate this was another one that was, in, although not written, it was from an idea by um, Kit Peddler. Kit Peddler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is hey, another... his first involvement in Doctor. Yeah, so you, you could kind of see where he's interested in um, robot robotics and, and cybernetics and, mm. and humanization thereof. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually quite enjoy this one, even though, as you say, you haven't got the Doctor in it that much. But I do like Ben and Polly, and I think they yeah. drive it quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Do you know? The, the one thing that bothered me about the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, after that poor tramp got killed, yeah. the newspaper had a very nice picture <laughs> of a gentleman of the road smiling at the camera. You don't have pictures. <laughs> Where did they get the picture? Maybe they <laughs> in the morgue. Yeah, they make him smile. He's a bit of rigmarole. Oh, <laughs> and it was it really was, quick as well. And it was. And it was so. So unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> but this was literally the next morning, hours after uh, he would have yeah, died. Exactly. They would have gone the to press. The paper would have gone to press by <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hold the third page. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how long it used to take to start the printers up again? When uh, some... hell of a lot. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Apart from that one slightly unrealistic unre- point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the rest was good. It was oddly compelling. It's almost mm. reminded me of, I know it's going for slightly James Bondy angle, but it felt a bit like that. It's quite a modern, fast-paced thing, although not much has really happened in terms no. of actual plot. It, it's strangely compelling. It does, it does trundle. I mean, I, my hand is up. I'm slightly ashamed. I am a Doctor Who fan, but I haven't watched a lot of the early Doctor Who's. Nor me. I, I've read the Target books rather yeah. than watched the uh, the videos. I know, I know. But yeah, this, I think this is the first time I've seen this, and it trundled along quite quick, quite, quite happily. Kind of like the uh, robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who won great? There was, <laughs> when we had the military turn up, yeah. there was yeah. one of the characters at the back had the moustache. Oh, oh yes, yes. Yeah. Now, brilliant. Yeah. Which episode? Because he turns up in another story. I don't, I don't, you know, 
Because he, he had the massive yeah, wing yeah, commander. And handlebar. Yes. Yeah, wing I'm commander. I'm sure he turns up in another story the same <laughs> or as his moustache does. <laughs> yeah. And if it's a Troughton or it's a Pertwee, oh, okay. it's a late Troughton or early Pertwee, and I can't remember what the character is. Oh, but I, often, sure. I sometimes wonder if this is the first time you see the military coming on board. As you say, there's a lot going on at the time. Are these the precursor to what becomes Unit? Well, I could be mistaken, but I think Sir Charles gets referenced in the Peter Davison's Time Flight target version. Oh, really? Okay. That's quite a skill callback. When the the van, the army van, pulled up, we both went, ah, Chunky Gilmore. Yes! Yeah, it should have been. Where's Chunky? It couldn't be, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this could, in a way, be a precursor to you, Nick. That that could have been Chunky. He he decided to grow a moustache. Oh, God, I'm glad he shaved it off. It didn't suit him. (laughs) But, uh, no, all in all, I mean, it's one of the few, few whole stories that exist. I mean, it's interesting watching the making of afterwards, because there are scenes where you think, hang on, those soldiers have just gone past. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if you watch the making of, you realise why. Because it, although it's complete episodes, they didn't have the full film and there are little gaps where they had to put bits in. Yeah. And it, it is a bit of a jigsaw puzzle to get it together from the different sources. But I do like mm. this one. I know I said my only criticism was the newspaper. You've got another I, I have another criticism, which we uh, did about, both point out. That, what about Dodo? Isn't that a criticism? Well, well, all right, that was a complete. That was a criticism on its own. Okay, but the lack of security <laughs> on, on the part of Votan's people in that warehouse—that <laughs> door was left open all night. Yeah. Ben just nipped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No guards on the door. The door wasn't even shut. They, I mean, what the heck? Admittedly, they immediately knew who was there without actually seeing him. Oh well, yeah, but, but that's beside the point. Yeah. He could have nipped in, chucked a grenade in and nipped out again. And I think I I really need to do a shout out to uh, William Hartnell's eye rolling action. He was really good in this. There was some good hmm and dramatic poses in this one. And and facing down the actual war machine as it trundled towards him. Oh yeah, yeah, no fear there, was it? Yeah, I know he wasn't in it much and this was towards the end of his time so he was ailing a bit. But you couldn't tell at all. He was really good. He he did very well. The scenes he was in, he was on form. He really was. Is this one of the first times we see the doctor hypnotize anyone or dehypnotize, I suppose, or dehypnotize. Yeah. I think so. I think it's got to be up there because he has used. I mean, that was one of the the fourth doctor's thing, and, and also Troughton. Yeah. Troughton used to do a lot of dehypnotizing. Now, when he faced down the war machine, and the you know the military have backed off, and it's just him and the war machine. I wanted the. <laughs> Hawk. No, no, I mean from the was yeah. it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. 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 yeah, right, yeah. So they, they wanted to film in the post office tower, but they weren't allowed because oh. when they were filming, it hadn't actually been opened. It wouldn't yeah. be opened oh, for a few more weeks. The before, okay. Uh, no, the episode coincided pretty closely with the opening. So, would we recommend people to watch the War Machine? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Maybe with a few reservations, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, isn't it a shame that we have this great new companion in Polly who spends half the story hypnotised? <laughs> yeah. yeah she, wasn't she a bitch when she was hypnotised? Oh, Polly. <laughs> yeah. She was total cow. It was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> at least she didn't need to go to the country for a couple of weeks. I know. I mean, that's a, a London girl for me. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Watch the War Machines, then tell us what you think by writing to us at Show at, at show at staggering stories dot not satisfied. May I stop you there? Someone is glaring at you. <laughs> <laughs>
No. He is glaring. Ooh. Oh, he is glaring at you. Oh, is he, he worried? That, hang on. There's, there's a load of books above his head that weren't there for a while. Is he worried he's going to get brained by his own novels? <laughs> it would be ironic. The target books. Yeah. But he clearly, during our review of The War Machines, had a lot to say. Mm. Tries tried to raise his hand, but realised he hadn't got one. Not anymore. And now he's pissed. It's only because it's that first one that's not him, isn't it, that yeah. we were talking yeah. about. OK, we better say hello to him. All right. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello, Cardboard Amy and Cardboard Clara. Terence, don't forget Terence. Hello, Terence. Hello, Terence. And Graham. Hello, Moomin in a Fez. Nazi Spock. Other things. Yeah. (laughs) Probably time you had a clear out. (laughs) They won't miss me. Not going to happen. Anyway, Jean, carry on. Well, we weren't satisfied with watching one programme about computers that go fruit loops and try to take over the world Mm. and kill people. We decided to watch a film about computers that go fruit loops and try to kill people. Westworld. Yay! But not as you might know it. Yes, they will. Everyone knows Westworld, the film. Westworld? (laughs) Yes, they will. Everyone knows Westworld, the film. (laughs) Pause Pause for music. music. Your Brinner was one sexy bloke. (laughs) (laughs) This was made in 1973, to put that into perspective. I'm thinking of The King King and I. He had no shirt on. Right. That was so nice. Anyway, Westworld. (laughs) A thousand pounds a day to spend your holiday at... Wasn't what was the name of it? Delos. Delos. Delos, the Delos. The so there were three parks. There's Westworld, there's Medieval World, and there's the Roman mm. World. Yes. A future world, but that's a different film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's to come. And Westworld is the one we concentrate on. Cowboys. Jeez. We had a we had a brief discussion during this. As a kid, when I saw Westworld, I yeah. would have given anything to go and be a cowboy right. I wanted to be a cowboy just so I could walk around tipping my hat and saying ma'am <laughs> that's, that's what you do all the time in Red Dead Redemption ma'am. you don't actually ma'am. play the game you just wander down but high street as an adult I would choose probably medieval world or maybe Ooh. Roman world I wouldn't mm. choose Westworld I'd want Star Wars world which is what Disney are doing <laughs> yes but yeah, that wasn't a that choice wasn't, yeah, that wasn't a choice if you could choose cowboys kings and queens or Romans which one would you choose I think it would be Westworld yeah I think so yeah would you say ma'am probably not no, no. Uh, I'd be an English who's come across to the west well they all were to seek my well a lot of them <laughs> which one would no, you no, be Gene this is, this, is, this is set in 1983 Westworld I know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really? yeah. yeah. Yes, yes it was set in right, optimistic <laughs> only 10 years after it was filmed but yeah. <laughs> um, I might go for either Roman world or medieval world. What about you, boy? All of them. You'd like yeah. to go in all of them. I, I, I would spend uh, be be a couple of weeks. I'd spend a couple of days in that one, a couple of days in that one, a couple of days in that one. Would you yeah. say, ma'am? No, no. I'd Ooh. be a time traveller. <laughs> Do time travellers not say, ma'am? No, they say, excuse me, madam. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'd get shot really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Although we had two human protagonists who were our main hero, yeah. there were a couple Very of other. Very like the beginning of the TV. Yeah, yeah, there were the a couple of other yeah. extras that I quite like. There was, I think it was a husband and wife, and he was going to Westworld and she was going to Roman World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she quite liked the idea of the attention she was going <laughs> to yeah. get from the men, and yeah. he seemed to quite enjoy the attention he was getting from the lady. He did. He, he woke up not, a, not alone several times. Yeah. <laughs> it's not infidelity if, if it's the if machine. If it's with the machine. Yeah. No, no, otherwise, no. you know. <laughs> 
So anyway, our, our hero is there for the first time, John. It's his first visit. With his mate. With his mate. Mm-hmm. What struck me as, by the look of them and the initial actions of them, you would have thought his mate would have been the hero of the piece. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was the tough-looking guy. Yeah, yeah. The, I expected that. I yeah. was shocked when he was um, killed off. But John, who looks like an accountant... Yeah, I think he was. It, no, he's a lawyer. He, he was, was a lawyer. Yeah. It was his first Back time, and, and everything was new. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's the only one left alive at the end, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, having, having watched... You know when he's out in the in the desert and um, they shoot the rattlesnakes? Yes. Yep. Having just really got into Crikey, it's the Irwins on Animal Planet, they do lots of snake wrestling. Rattlesnakes... <laughs> snakes are not a danger you didn't have to shoot them if you the, just left them alone they would not have bothered this you. one this went one, to bite him in this, fact, one this one was a malfunctioning one it, yeah, malfunctioning. it doesn't matter you just get a long stick and you hook it under it and then hold it under the jaw and you can throw it away once it's bitten you i think you just shoot it oh no you shouldn't shoot them it, i've watched it before but not for a while and you sit mm-hmm. thinking well if you're running around with these real guns with real bullets how are you not going to shoot other guests no. not knowing that, their that explained. and then yeah. That is explained in there because it's a question you're going to have of the audience. So they then actually get yeah, one they of the cast to quite early, well, they they well. it quite well. The guns were explained, though, how it works in the Roman world. I have With no knives. idea. Does your sword not work? See, it becomes retractable. Oh, right. <laughs> when when yeah. it senses flesh, it little something clicks and it's retractable. Because I did wonder that with like knives and spears and that kind uh, of stuff. Of course, stuff. our protagonist is... The Man in Black, oh, yes. played so sexily by Yul Brynner. Well, it was virtually resurrect. It was certainly the look of uh, the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, it was well, completely, it was. Deliberately. Yeah, completely, deliberately yeah. so. Yeah, and as you said, he must have been getting so fed up. He's going everywhere, and he's doing all the right cowboy stuff. Yeah, he's, he's looking tough, etc. Et he's programmed to be the best of the best, the best of the best of the best, and he never wins. Yeah. He's shot. <laughs> he, all or the time. he gets shot ninety-seven times. Although he did some very good falling dramatically backwards through a window and off a. Well, maybe well, this sure answers why he malfunctions. <laughs> one thing I, I might be getting ahead of ourselves, but one yep. thing I did love and like is when it starts to go wrong and he shoot uh, the the gunslinger shoots. The mate. He smiles. Mm. Yeah, and he smiles, yeah. and that is yeah. such an eerie, creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also, yeah. I liked the way he walked. I know it sounds daft, mm. but he never changed his pace. No. Yeah. He always had he had his ha- thumbs, thumbs in yeah. the belt. Yeah, he held the same stance, and he might speed up or slow down. But he didn't run, but did he? he never ran, and the the. Gate, the way he but, walked yeah. was Terminator. Was, it's, yeah. it, it, that was one of the inspirations for Terminator. Clearly, Arnold yeah. did watch this film and based a few few bits of the movements yeah. on the gunslinger. Yeah. That relentlessness—you don't need to run. No, because yeah. no, you know no, they, they're not going to escape you. Yeah, <laughs> and it always keeps coming. Doesn't yeah. stop. Doesn't sleep. Yeah. Um, Gene Roddenberry, quite yeah. frankly, I think would have been disgusted. Disgusted. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nurse Chapel, what yeah. the heck? Majel Barrett played yep. the, the leader, yeah, the madam, the leader yep. of the whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and she did it so well. She looked really nice in that, let's call it a dress. <laughs> <laughs> that ensemble. I would also like to point out in the first season of the uh, remake, The Westworld. HBO, yeah. The gunslinger did show up. Yeah. He was yeah, in there. You saw background. In the background. Yeah, saw it just behind frosted yeah. glass. It's not very clear to me what relationship there is between the film and the TV, so I don't think there's any real. I'm not no. sure, but... No, it, I think it was just had to, Just, yeah, just yeah. a little uh, in-joke. The, the film itself was actually nominated for Hugo Award and 
Nebula Award and a Saturn Award, and it was Ooh. one of the first films to use dim- digital imaging yes. processing. Yes. Mm. So when you actually first. had the vision of the android and it's all pixelated, yeah. that yeah. was all done by digital. That's the first yeah. computer-generated image. 1973, that's really I good. I think it took them a month to do that. A couple of months, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, to so do that on computer. It's a cracking romp of a film, but isn't it's, it? It's just it's so all, good. Yeah, it was also done for only about a million, yeah. which is even... The entire the, film was one a quarter million, basically. Yeah, yeah which dollars. is virtually nothing, and it was also done in a very limited time period. Mm. 30 days, I believe, yeah. One moral query I have. <laughs> now, the, the controllers, they're monitoring absolutely everything yeah so they're watching these guests bonk the robots yeah quite probably yeah. because yeah. in um medieval world when the the wench slapped yeah, the guest refuses refu- the guest refused yeah they were watching so <laughs> yeah. they would have watched while he porked her yeah well, they, i don't yeah. know maybe yeah. it gets so filtered they're a bunch of turn it off. <laughs> but it is also the peeping fa- toms it was also the fact that throughout the film you kept cutting back to the um the central control mm-hmm. and you can tell something is wrong because you're getting the little minor groups gripes over the mm. intercom, you know, could we contact the laundry again? My stuff come back absolutely yeah. ruined. What's going? Mm. And yeah. it, it's slowly escalating. It started off with the stagecoach. Yeah, I don't know what to do with the stagecoaches late, and that yeah. was the first thing they yeah. said. Yeah, and yeah. it's just voiceovers. Yeah, yeah. and not... when you, they were doing the repairs, what's wrong with this one? Oh, it's the CPU, the central again. processing Another unit one. again. Yeah, we built in a three percent. This has gone up to ten. It, it was that slow corruption yeah. of the yeah. system. You know that there's something gone wrong, unlike the TV series where it's obviously gaining sentience. Mm. This one, I don't get the feeling no, there's no of hint sentience. Of there's no. no hint of consciousness. Yeah. It's almost like the system's exceeded its capability. Well, they said um, some of the robots, was it uh, the guy from the Six Million Dollar Man, Ru- yeah. Rudy Wells from Six Million Dollar oh, Man, really? okay. he, um, he said, but some of these are built by machines. We don't know how they work. Yeah. Mm. And that should be yeah. a red flag. And, and as, yeah. as they say here, at one point in time, he equates it to uh, an organic virus, mm. which is the mm. first stage of... Mm. Pandemic. Yeah. Well, not, not pandemic, but the computer virus. Computer we oh, have yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it was the first time the time that phrase had been coined. Yeah. I get the feeling that the Yul Brenner android was starting to gain yeah. a degree of sentience. It hadn't become I sentient. Know. I think it was just following its programming. You having yeah, to I think it was the following its program, yeah. but that, well, that fact that it, there was it a was smile. To enjoy. And, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it was programmed to... It was an evil character. <laughs> it was meant to take joy. In well, I, I, I've got to admit... But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in a way that a cat purrs when it's playing with its kill. Mm. It's not a sentience in the way that we think, oh, oh you, you've just killed something. But there is... It's not completely automatic there's an enjoyment that's been gained there by doing something you're programmed biologically to do and I think it's a a slight variation on that cats are weird buggers though they purr if they're hurt as well (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's very distinct from the HBO series where it is quite clear there is consciousness totally but if you are trying to marry the two together I have to say the script for the gunslinger has certainly improved for the TV series oh yeah Yeah, better get his Mama, he needs a bib. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the way he delivered that those lines was wonderful. I think he is very definitely the character that becomes the lead in the HBO one, whose name I can't remember. That the lady. 
Lady oh, Dolores. 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 Yeah, Dolores. I think Yul Brenner's character as that lead robot we see that really, mm-hmm. I think that is Del- or Dolores is the homage back to that. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, in that first yeah. one that we see yeah. that that survives because also in both of them, who makes it out alive in both of them? It's still Dolores and it's his character. They're they're the two that gunslinger. The gun well does make it out alive, but certainly <laughs> seems crispy to be, by the end. Yeah, certainly <laughs> seems to be one among oh, the yeah. last survivors. Oh, yeah, because right. when they go through, you you don't see the other robots. They've all fled to the hills, or they as the. Do you see a few system. like you see in the medieval world? You see the evil character is now taking his, yeah, his right throne place, but yeah. you get the um, idea the, the, bat- yeah, the batteries batteries the batteries wound down their programmers come to halt they're waiting yeah. for input effectively they're waiting for the one guest little, one little quibble if I was I'd paid my thousand bucks yep. and I was in for example medieval world a, a day, day. Yeah. And I was in medieval now, world yeah. and I've got all this amazing stuff around me I would quite happily stay up all night <laughs> oh, yeah. but for some reason they think everyone goes to bed and then they come in and they the, the vans come in yeah. and they take the dead robots away and they check why? why yeah why they don't blend that in yeah, yeah. why Why are no, Why is nobody out leaning against a hitching post I, just taking in the night I air I did wonder that because if you're a bit of a night owl so maybe mm. there is something where something they, in the water they, in their food or the last meal or something well, that's what like you that said do they drug the guests <laughs> yeah. I doubt yeah. it <laughs> if this were Disney they make great pains as to all the, the service personnel are in costume yeah and you barely see them they come out of yeah. the hidden service yeah. corridor they do their thing they disappear so, back into the service corridor so instead of being in the white coats with the lorries yeah. they would have been dressed as cowboys and come in on a stagecoach or something yeah, that would have made more sense you would have had somebody dressed up as an undertaker come take the bodies exactly, away into on the, the back un- of his wagon yeah, yeah we've, we've quibbled about something <laughs> if you take it as an MMO it doesn't quite fit together mm-hmm. because yeah. you have the problem with all these different real life people trying to interact Yeah, and how do you get the guests to interact with each other in a way which isn't harmful as we know yeah. from MMOs trying to stop people ganking each other what have you is difficult yeah yeah. yeah I don't know how you do that in real life because you can't instance real life because well, <laughs> that's it when as we've proven as we've seen from Twitter and whatever when there is no comeback people are scum yeah, yeah. now okay when you're face to face it's not quite so bad as yeah. when you're behind a screen but, you're, you're going to so, get a punch on the nose but, but, so but we can't tell who's human and who's yeah, a robot and, but the thing is if, you, if it's an environment where you can do absolutely anything yeah. you are going to do yeah. absolutely yeah. everything I mean, you see it yeah. with with the guys behave when he's first there he's kind of like oh we can do it we can do this we can do that by the end of it he's happily shooting anyone and everyone yeah. mm. because that initial kind of like embarrassment has gone yeah and because the law of consequences doesn't exist yeah yeah and the bar fight how do you oh. stop yourself getting into a fist fight with a real guest <laughs> another yeah, exactly. person I don't yeah. know how that was but anyway they didn't really go into that I'd love to be in a bar fight <laughs> <laughs> okay come here no I've only ever seen one bar fight and the police came really quickly <laughs> <laughs> this this is also written by the same guy that wrote Jurassic Park yeah very you, you can see the, um, the he directed line. it too by yeah he directed this one yeah I'm not saying he's got one plot but <laughs> it is basically Jurassic Park, isn't it? Yeah. If you know Jurassic Park coming to this, it's the same plot. Yeah. Uh, scientists do something to recreate an ancient world. The ancient things go bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I enjoy this film. It has been a long time since I've seen it. I think Yul Brenner's really good in it. 
I remember some of the original TV series, which I wasn't too so it didn't last. madly Beyond keen on. Didn't Beyond Westworld out the first season. I do think that the new Westworld, the HBO Westworld, has taken the real strong core of this. Yeah, and then run with it. Yeah, oh God, it's um, far superior. It's far superior. It's hard to compare, really. But then yeah. I think if. This is actually really good for the time it is set in. For the time, for the budget. That's it. You can't compare the two. They are... They are both good yeah. for the times that they are made, not set in, but the times they are made in. The budget per episode of HBO is higher than the entire yeah. film. Yeah, I feel. Um, probably take into account. As, you, as you were saying, the because um, I, I went on YouTube and had tried to find a few document uh, making of things. Yeah. The film was 1.3 million to make. Yeah, 1.25, I think. Made yeah. 10 million in the box but, office. But it made 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. the US box office. I think yeah. it made, made I, more. Yeah, I mean, that was high. Yeah. That was their best well, film. Well, even, even, even I think it made a another million when it was released on uh, DVD and video. Yeah. It's certainly unique and you can see how many things have been influenced by it. You mentioned Terminator. Yeah. see Jurassic Park is effectively a rewrite mm-hmm. of the same thing. I saw a documentary saying that uh, lots of these slasher films are basically taking inspiration from this. Oh, yeah. Unstoppable One, menace. Yeah, yeah. Chasing down the victim yeah. or the yeah. would-be victim. Okay. We would like to know what you think of Westworld, either the, the film, the short-lived series or the much better long-lived series. Yeah. You know what to do. Write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. Now, none of you have actually written to us this week. You don't love us anymore. You've ignored (laughs) all the hints. The right to us. I think after talk of Hawk the Slayer, they all tuned out. <laughs> Can't we're sorry surprised. about Hawk the Slayer. We apologise. No, she's not. You wait till she's ma- you what she's making us watch next time. Oh, next time is going to be wonderful. It's going to be such a surprise for you. Okay. I hate you, Dunn. So when you said we have no pe- feedback, you actually forgot about Crumbly's Corner, didn't you? Well, he couldn't be bothered to show up. I naturally put him out of my mind. But rather than argue, let's head over to... Crumbly's Corner. Ooh. Hello, Crumbly here. Unfortunately, I cannot be at this podcast, so I'm, I have lovingly compiled another edition of Crumbly's Corner for your delight and delectation. Here are my ruminations of Doctor Who, The War Machines. It would seem that we are reviewing uh, pivotal episodes where companions are either leaving or arriving. The latter is very much the case this time around, as it involves William Hartnell's Doctor. He is already accompanied by Dodo, but in this episode he picks up two more companions, in the shape of Polly and Ben Jackson. Penned by Ian Stewart Black from a story by Kit Pedler, there are dark forces lurking in the depths, or rather, the heights of the post office tower in 1960s London. Scientists have been busy building a supercomputer that will, when linked up, create a globe-wide computer security network. However, the computer, Wotan, has other ideas and wants the subjugation of humanity rather than the protection of humanity uh, as its uh, main cause. In a way, this Doctor Who episode is a forebear to the 1970s movie, uh, The Forbin Project, where the American supercomputer Colossus, designed to safeguard America's nuclear arsenal, links up with its Soviet counterpart, Guardian. They both promptly agree that those pesky humans need to be kept in their place by fair means or foul. Scenes or images that stick in my mind are the uh, spirally hypnosis scenes, quaint for the time, but a little more apparent than Robert Delgado staring into someone's eyes while muttering, I am the master, you will obey me. (laughs) 
As for the war machines, they remind me of power tools that I own, with the uh, locomotory section reminding me of the battery pack, the computer section being the hand grip, but nowhere to put a 3 inch drill bit. However, they are good at knocking over the obligatory stack of empty boxes in the warehouse and Covent Garden. As I stated previously, this is also an episode of Departures as well, as Dodo decides to stay in London of the swinging 60s. Now, Westworld. I must admit that I have not seen the uh, recent TV adaptation, but I do have fond memories of the original movie and its sequel, Future World. Whereas Doctor Who, The War Machines, put forward the idea of a worldwide computer network and beats uh, Tim Berners-Lee to it by 20-odd years, Westworld is prescient in the concept of computer viruses and how machines can either fail or malfunction due to programming errors from within or without. In Greek mythology, Delos was the birthplace of Artemis and Apollo, sired by Zeus and his human lover Leto, and second only in importance to Delphi as a place of pilgrimage. Or if you prefer on a much local scale, Delos is the name of a very good bakery on our Eiffel Parade in Crawley. Bit of free advertising there, but I digress. We're all familiar with the scenario of an expensive resort where anything goes for for $1,000 a day, subdivided into three results, Medieval World, Roman World, a lusty treat for the senses as it's built, and West World, where guests can become wannabe gunslingers. Speaking of gunslingers, it was good to see Yul Brynner reprising, almost, his role from The Magnificent Seven, probably wearing the same clothes as well. Uh, it all starts off well, but things start to go somewhat pear-shaped when a guest in Medieval World is killed by the Black Knights. No, not the three-headed knights or the knights who say, me. A serving wench, girl robots, rebuffs the advances of a guest, and the gunslinger begins his murderous rampage through Westworld. Uh, Westworld is notable in the fact that it was the very first movie to use computer-aided imagery, where in one scene you see the world uh, through the eyes of the gunslinger, blocky and pixelated, while she's scanning the landscape for its human prey. All in all, the War Machines and Westworld were very much ahead of their time by way of the concept of the internet and, in Westworld, how machines that were made by humans can suddenly turn on their creators. Anyway, that's enough from me. I should be back for the next podcast. But until then, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Oh, thank you for that, Crumbly. Interesting. Sure is Amazing good. insight, as yeah. always. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. And so that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh, oh. No. But fear not. Oh, God. Next time, there'll be more of the same. <laughs> more fun, frivolity and jollity. Kill me more now. news and review. More who, old and new. So, until that... W Walloping Classic Wagamama comes wobbling Westwood towards us. <laughs> this is me, Fake Keith, saying farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 349, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Sorry. You're full of alarms today. Is that your it's time to go home alarm? No, no, that is I have no that is I have to print the manifest for the post. <laughs> well do it quietly. <laughs> Has to take a drink. Yes. Moisten the palate. Uh, yeah. Limber up the vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Make.
sorry. Bike. Bike. That another bike. Why do you want a bike? I just gulped chocolate milkshake. <laughs> I just dribbled it. Oh, I'm not talking to Keith, by the way, so it's going to be quite difficult. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, because Jean gave him some Daleks for Ben, and instead of giving them to Ben, he's kept them and has ordered more Daleks to go with them. <laughs> I, I haven't kept them. There's we a have... buzz in the corner. Could you tell it to shut up? And I'm not talking to it. I haven't kept them. We haven't seen... We have! They ca- We have! They came down on the train! <laughs> Liar! <laughs> I call liar on you! She gave you those before they came down on the train. No, she didn't. I no, do not trust no, you. She did not. Did we've seen them since we went up we went to Swindon? We went did you we take them up. with you to give them there to was, to the little six year old to invite the six year old into the Doctor Who family? You did not. He's already hugged the Dalek. Dalek order. Well, I knew that anyway. Why, yeah. is that, why is that a surprise? I'm going to tell Ben that you've got some Daleks for him. That way you won't be able to deny him them. I was not trying to be you and sit there and go, or Jean bending over going, that was a decent burp. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bend you over and go out. Oh, I, I, I drank a can of coke, lean forward, and the cat had to go somewhere. Just, uh, I'm yeah. just glad it came out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, you didn't do that one. Hello, you didn't do that one. Hello. 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 Hello.